All right, boys. Yeah, all right. How goes it? It goes excellent. I think we uh, finally back up to full metal nerdery power trio. Excellent. Power trio. Welcome back to the Matthew. <laughs> Hi, I'm back. My voice is not. It's still packed up in some luggage somewhere. We're back up to full motorhead, uh, King's X, Rush, whatever. I like that. I like how you tied it all in. Full total power trio. <laughs> this is metal nerdery. This is Nigel Nigerson, and you're listening to Metal Nerdery. Please follow them on the social media. Uh, they are now on Twitter at Metal Nerdery. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Metal Nerdery Podcast. And search for them out in the Googles at metalnerdery.com slash podcast. This is Obvious Osborne. That guy's British. Isn't it obvious? And scene. <laughs> Welcome back to the disinfected metal nerdery. I, I, I am kind of keeping my distance from you, though. Yes. Yeah. I'm officially cured, I think, of whatever it was I had. That'd be good. They thought it was probably fluish, but then there were antibiotics involved, so I didn't know if that was from something else, possibly. But <laughs> anyway, I'm back. My voice is a little, as you can see on the F-U-C-T side, it's a little back shadowing. Referring yeah. back to an old Atlanta band. I was going to say, yeah. There you go. Yeah, see, I do my best. <laughs> They're not quite a ghost story yet. Ah, there's another one. There's uh, another one. See? Easy now. He gets over the flu and Careful, you don't want to damage my eardrums. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of like how I coughed up my voice box in the toilet probably one too many times. <laughs> Get the flu. You can lose 10 pounds in a week. It's really good for you. I think that one went over his head. Yeah. Really? Huh? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. He'll hear, it. He'll hear it later. He's damaged. I got I got addicted to NyQuil for a couple of weeks, all right? It's really hard to snort that stuff and not drown. Did but you it, get it, caught in a kinetic descent? It works. I did. I did. Must have been decimating. It was. It was. There was a lot of decimation. And I got to tell you, to be fair. Um, we're out of control. Yeah, we're, we're out of control. I don't know if they were actually a local band or not. But, <laughs> But I got to tell you, when you take NyQuil and Xanax, it gives you a bad case of akathisia. <laughs> and we're done. And anxiety. Well, I figured maybe <laughs> now you were uh, feeling, I thought maybe we could top it off with your feeling better and uh, going for your ascension. I am. Hey, ah. nice, nice. Yeah, you like that? Hashtag awesome backshadowing. Thank you. Thank Very you, well. Thank Very well done. Anyway. Anyway. I am back. We're at full three-thirds the nerds. <laughs> three thirds, three thirdery of the metal nerdery are here. There you go. Math lesson of the day. <laughs> yeah, we're not too good at math. And it's about eleven thirdery on a uh, Sunday morning. Thirdery. <laughs> at least they know how to tell time. What do we have on the yeah, docket today? Enough of that freaking nonsense. We're fully united, metal nerdery, twenty twenty. We're just so happy to be back together. Well, today we're not talking about a super happy topic necessarily, but a topic nonetheless that has to be addressed. 
We've lost some, uh, we're just now into February, we're recording, this is Super Bowl Sunday, by the way, for those who care, but in January this year, we've already lost some tremendous drummers, uh, we want to cover three of them, um, talk about them as drummers, and talk about, play some of the tracks that we particularly enjoy that represents their drumtastical awesomeness. Yeah, we had, uh, I guess the... Not that any of them are insignificant, but one of the biggest blows was uh, Neil Peart. 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 I think it's Peart, but I think either is applicable as we've been... We'll just call him Neil. Call him Neil. You call him Elwood, but Neil seems applicable. Uh, yeah, he died January 7th. That was painful to see that. That one kind of took everybody yeah i mean that was because that was huge that would be like if almost like i mean to me that's almost like if elvis died or ozzy died i mean that's that's a big blow because rush was so rush had already kind of retired but he was such a huge influence on fucking everybody i was gonna say pretty much everybody everybody and definitely metal yeah for those of you who are like rush isn't a metal band dude no no yeah they are you need to go back and listen to rush because yes, they were. If Sam Dunn believes that they're metal, they're metal. That's all I need to know. The Rush well, I mean, is metal. People argue that Zeppelin was metal, so. And Rush, I think, was way more metal than Zeppelin, if we're being honest. I mean, no, they didn't have chugga-chugga guitars, but they, they definitely delved into uh, some uncharted space rock opera territory. Well, they were in deep, deep waters, too, because they were... Creatively, they were covering things that nobody else was talking about. And, of course, lyrically, the stuff that Neil wrote, I mean, the way that he would play drums was just beyond insane. But then, like, the stuff that he would write in lyrical content was extremely thoughtful, very thought-provoking, and very refined. Like, it it all had a message to it. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of, uh, hey, man, let's, let's go get high. There wasn't a lot of rock and roll fluff with Neil Peart, for sure. I want to call him Pert. I know it's like the shampoo, but it's what I've called him forever, and then it feels weird. Same here. It's like if y'all started calling me Matthew, I'd be like, I wouldn't know what to do with that. It's All right, Matthew. So Matthew with an I-E-U. Matthew. Matthew. the French version. Matthew. You have to say it with French in a very <laughs> thick Hollandaise sauce. Matthew. But yeah, we lost Neil to uh, it was brain cancer, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a brain cancer. <sighs> mm, it's terrible. Cancer of any kind is awful, but brain cancer. And he had such a big brain, too. The guys in the band always used to talk about how he was, what? The guys in the band, yeah, I used to hang out with him, you know, in Canada. <laughs> Never heard anybody say he had such a big brain. <laughs> Look at the big brain. <laughs> Smart motherfucker. <laughs> Hey man, you heard you heard Jules say it. You? You heard Jules say it, so how come I can't say it? Huh? Say whatever you want. Of course, Jules and got Then I can make fun of you for it, so that's true. <laughs> he had a big brain. Neil was a ginormous giant in metal and in drumming. And in music in general. I, just, I remember when basically when I first started listening to Rush, I mean it was that was my formative years of music, you know. I was kind of a fledgling rock and roll metalhead guy, and you know, you'd been listening to all the stuff you thought was cool, and then you hear Rush and and everything they got going on, and you're like, okay, 
Right. Wow. That's they were pretty that's busy. Different. Yeah. <laughs> they were definitely busy. I mean, it was like they made a three piece sound like bigger than some five pieces I've heard. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's a, a few things I read after Neil died was they were like, you know, when you see Rush for the first time, you're like, how do three guys make so much sound? Mm-hmm. You know, it's such a full sound, too, because, I mean, they had I think both Alex and Getty had keyboards and foot pedals and stuff yeah, at least the foot pedals get, both did. yeah those things have an official name that I can't remember at the moment is it the Moog something like that Moog. yeah so they're like playing guitar and then playing keyboard parts with their feet and you wow. know doing stuff like that so it's like they're in the air like puppets well and, and Neil was kind of like a he kind of like I had a whole orchestra going on with just his drum set back there I mean gongs and yeah, chimes and wood blocks and his drum set know. I think kept growing bigger and bigger and bigger like every tour and I think later years he even you know he brought he had like an electronic kit because you yeah. remember you'd see his solos and he would he would have like a drum set basically all the way around him mm-hmm. and, and, and then the uh, stand would rotate so it's like he'd play part of a solo and then he'd get up and the drum set would rotate around and he'd sit down on the other kit yeah it was like totally different. <laughs> you imagine the uh, the uh, drum tech setting that up, breaking it down like every day or whatever. Oh man, that would be brutal. No, but you did it because you loved it. That's true. As long as you loved it. Yeah, if you haven't seen the documentary on Netflix, go check it out. Beyond the Lighted yeah, Stage. Which I have not. I will have to. Yeah, it's really good. It was done by uh, Sam Dunn. I think he also did the oh, Metal Sam Headbangers Journey. Yeah, I like Journey. Some good stuff. Yeah, Sam Dunn is kind of, if his name's on it, definitely quality. Mm. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Kudos and commitments to Rush and to Sam Dunn and to Neil Peart. Shall we hear some of Neil's awesomeness? I think maybe we should. What do you want to hear here? What do you want to hear? What do you want to hear? How about the YYZ? Excellent choice. Thank you. Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. Not this Zed.
guys are insane, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy that they're going off like that and everybody loves it, you know what I mean? Just Get some. would be pretzels. <laughs> I would be pretzel-located. Pretzel-located. Is it with mustard? Honey. Don't call me that on the air. We talked about this. That's air drumming. Jeez. <laughs> I forgot we had the version with the drum solo. Yeah, but it goes back into it. It's so great. Yeah. for drum solo back into the song like it's nothing yeah just uh, typical Neil amazingness man that was that was fucking and they make it so they make it look so easy it's just like ah just eh just pull it off I'm just ah. here just here just hanging out just hanging out always liked Anthem too yeah Anthem was a killer that was one of those where I would say it goes into like the killer opening sequence oh yeah Foreshadowing slash backshadowing. Lots of shadows. Yeah, that's a killer opener. We should do a show on openers. Like G.F. Tate and 
Walk in the Shadows. That too. Absolutely. This is called Anthem. <laughs> also on my solo album, Scream from the Balls. Can a Canadian death girl be a? Eh? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> you got me with that. that Canadian death girl. I like that. <laughs> oh, you guys got it. Have you seen the second Super Troopers yet? No, I never oh. saw the first one. Oh, I know. Uh, Stop the podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> never saw the first one. Sit, you're out. Holy shit. <laughs> Well, you, you have to watch it in the right state of mind, uh, if you know yeah. what I mean. Hint, hint. And then the second one, the second one's quality. Hashtag hashbags. <laughs> hashbags. <laughs> I think one of the, one of the uh, most monumental points about Rush, which even Neil himself has said, that middle part, the drum solo and Tom Sawyer, he said that even today that that's still a challenge to pull off. Mm. But he says every time he pulls it off, it's like he just feels like I'm a stud. I'm like, of course you are, because you're a god among men. You are the dude from Rush. But that song, even though it's like a very mainstream song, that drum solo, everybody knows that song. Yeah, absolutely. I kind of I read something with uh, Nico from Maiden, and he said they kind of some of their uh, the way they do their set list. So he's like, yeah, yeah, I've been playing some of these songs for. 30 years, 35 years. So but there are certain songs that still kick my ass, you know, because mm-hmm. how fast they are. Said so, so we kind of, we worked the, the set list out where I, I get a little bit of a break in between some of these Breather. songs, you know what I mean? So I can kind of catch my breath a little bit. So and if you're just, that busy as a drummer, you almost need that minute to kind of recoup or a few minutes rather. And it wasn't Anthem, wasn't that like their record label after a while? Yeah, I think it was like their it production was subsidiary, company. Subsidiary, something or other or something. Yeah, I, th- they had I think because they sort of started their own label, and then I think Anthem was sort of their production company so they could keep the rights to all their music. 
which was cool because not a lot of bands get to do that. So they basically maintain creative control over all their material. Mm-hmm. But Anthem, I think it was on Fly by Night, but then it later became like the name of like their publishing company. So excellent, neat little bit of I knew it was something history. like that. Well, I guess uh, before we move on, I know it gets played on the radio every day, everywhere. But Tom Sawyer, you got to hear that part. <laughs> got to hear that's that the, the song everybody air drums. Yes, and it's like in the air tonight. Only it's Rush on Q four one hundred five. Too. Yeah. yeah. Just about all of them. Yeah. If not all of them. Yeah. Lyrics. Getty was saying they're hard to sing sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. What you say about his company is what you say. Air keyboards to this. <laughs> Kitar, man. Air Kitar. <laughs> Such a dumb name. <laughs> hey, man. Lead guitar player. <laughs> the drums come up, shut up. It's like the keyboard player is all proud and comes out with his new guitar. The rest of the guys are looking at him like, no. <laughs> Can't be a guitar. Sorry. Right. Oh, shut up, because the best part of the song is coming up. So. Neil, we salute you. gets old never <laughs> I think even in that documentary Beyond the Lighted Stage it shows like a clip from the music video which was like a performance video where they were recording the album yeah yeah and you could see Neil beating the shit out of his drums oh, yeah. like and he's a he's a lanky skinny kind of dude and he's like pounding the snot out of them it's like fuck yeah yeah. I think that's why he awesome. he retired because he was getting uh, like tendonitis mm. you know he's like if he's like a, Three hours a night, that's going to happen, I guess. If over tours, you know, all you know, over. He kind of made a comment, you know, maybe if 
if I was playing the Rolling Stones, you know, maybe I could keep going into my 70s or whatever he said, but I'm I'd just use myself up. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's kind of like, like comparing, like, you know, Tony Iommi on stage to, like, Kerry King on stage. Yeah. It's like Kerry King's neck muscles are way bigger. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just telling you. Checking just, out Kerry's I'm, neck muscles, right? I'm just telling you. Well, with all that headbanging over the years, I mean, I'm sure his traps got huge, too. I'm just throwing out fitness words. I don't even know what English means. It's your ass muscles, right? Oh, traps. I don't know what no. fitness no. words. Traps. I get it, though. <laughs> your shoulders. Traps. Oh, sorry. It's going to trap you. My buttocks. <laughs> Hopefully by the next stop we record my fucking voice is back to normal. Oh no, it's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Damn Christ, it, man! Damn it! <laughs> All right, wheezies. Oh, back to weasel. <laughs> give, give us a minute, folks. It's real somber. I know it's very somber. Sorry, talking about dead people in here. I have laugh about myself like a screaming pterodactyl banshee. I don't know what's happening. Anyway, my apologies. I think we've wrapped up nicely with the rush, and we had uh, another passing. Yes, Sean Reinert from Cynic. Also kind of very technical prog metal-ish. He's associated with uh, death. And uh, actually, I've heard of Gordian Knot. I I can't say I've ever listened to him, but... Kind of in the prog space. But uh, yeah, he passed away January 24th. Wow, recently. Mm. Uh, I guess most known for Cynic, which I have to admit, I... I am not really familiar with other than they're like uber prog technical. Definitely prog, and the music itself has kind of got a almost kind of an electronic feel. Like it's it's still a band, but there's yeah a little bit that I it's kind of spacey sounding. I guess I got that one CD, and yeah, it's Viola Maya. Yeah, so yeah, I don't I don't have a whole lot to say about him because I don't know much. But we at least wanted to uh, bring him into the fold here and include him into this and just play a little bit of cynic veil of maya yes Change. 
another one of those things where he could just be laying down a straight beam and be all right, but he's... Well, like, that whole thing has, like, a very open feel to it. something you put on for a uh, surface listen. Right. Yeah, it's definitely not date music. Unless your chick's into that. Or dude. Uh, the song here, uh, Talented as shit, for sure. Oh, yeah. Some of his uh, influences are uh, John Bottom, uh, Dave Weckl. He's a jazz get, dude, right? Yeah. Weckl doesn't get mentioned much in the metal world. Uh, Vinny Caliuta. So, I think some of those drummers have probably had definitely an impact in the metal world. Uh, he was on the uh, Human album. Death. Oh, okay. okay. Death. And the dude's a killer drummer. I mean, just those those clips. I think we got one other clip. Uh, so yeah, some people that call him an influence uh, include Brand uh, from Mastodon, Gene Hoagland, who's a freaking monster. Oh, he is a monster. Uh, Dirk Verbuuren from Megadeth and Soil Work. Dirk. The guy from Dillinger Escape Plan. Wow. <laughs> Dude so, from Nile, George yeah. Collius. Those are some big, big heavy hitter names. But you could hear that he was a busy drummer. He wasn't your standard, you yeah. know, I'm just going to play 4-4 four, four for an hour. Right. That's what I like about those prog drummers. They, they pack a lot. They got a lot to say. And they say it well. <laughs> They say it well with fancy drum words. I think they call those beats, but I call them drum words. Drum words? Words. All right. That works. It's like a weird other way of saying words, but words sounds better. Okay. And then we have Reed Mullen from COC. Yeah. Most recent, January 27th. That's a damn shame. That's very shame. Shameful. So I have to, uh, I have to say, he was as a guitar player. Reed Mullen was one of my favorite drummers because he just—I don't know—some about the way he played just clicked with my brain. It's like I could remember his drum parts like I was remembering guitar riffs. So it's like when I, especially the Wise Blood album. Of course, it had nothing to do with the fact that I listened to Wise Blood for like six months straight. Well, how could you <laughs> not? That fucking album is killer, man. <laughs> but yeah, his drumming was just. And there, there's parts in his drumming that really reminded me of uh, Bill Ward a lot. See, yeah. I always kind of thought he had sort of like a Bill Ward, like on steroids in a way, like that same kind of vibe, like, the way he played. Kind of a swing, sort of. But the way he hit was just like, just fucking brutal. Yeah, yeah. Like you'd imagine someone hit you like with a baseball bat. It's just like, you know, that's how he played drums, just brutal, powerful. Definitely the man. Yeah, and definitely contributed awesome. to the... The COC sound for sure. A few little things here. Uh, start off with the oldest first. Some technocracy. That was a pretty cool too. This is like pre blind, right? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> 
different brand. Yeah, cool, yeah. but it's yeah, different. Yeah, and then the wine uh, and after. Yeah. Sure. I think we didn't really start listening to them. We were kind of late to the game, I guess. Blind, we were like, yeah, it was this, our first drill. This is 87. Yeah. I believe. And then Blind came out and pretty much uh, freaking changed the game there. Yeah, Blind was... <laughs> that, I think in the metal world for us, because that, that was like, a, what the fuck is this? Because it was very, very different. It's like things kept evolving. It seemed like every time a new band would come out with a new album, and this was one of those albums that was like, stop time, this one goes in the time capsule. Mm-hmm. Well, it was just crazy when it came out, too, because like, it's, you know, it's like we'd always heard the name COC, but we'd never, I don't know, it just, we hadn't gotten to them or whatever. Yeah. And then I remember the video came out. Yeah. We were like, wow. This is different. <laughs> oh, okay. This is pretty damn tasty, you know. It's, Necesito para mi casa. I like this. What'd you call much. me, man? <laughs> Sorry, but I think, I, I think uh, you just got back from the trip. From the, I just always... That's a killer of her, too. Right. Rope track, I mean. Crunch there. Listen to it, enough. White noise is also a killer track on that. Something about the the way those songs just flowed, like the feel of them, it just made that album like its own thing. Absolutely, absolutely. And then they kind of, kind of went into a, a totally different vibe there with Deliverance. That's kind of when the the Skinnerd started, yeah, creeping in a little Sabbath. more. You know that I love that one. Yeah, damn. 
Well, Skinner did some of the Sabbath-isms, too, I think. I, I, think I think that was, uh, I mean, I, I pretty much like anything COC has done, but mm-hmm. the, those two, Wise Blood and uh, Deliverance, yeah. is kind of like a one-two. I think probably my favorite. Those two together, really those three, because I think Blind, I mean, even though Blind doesn't really fit the same pattern as those two, for me, they kind of all three belong together. Because like Vote, for, Vote with a Bullet was kind of the beginning of like that sound on Blind. But then it's like it, Blind's not necessarily like Deliverance and Wise Blood, but it kind of goes in the mix. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Senor Limpio. Yeah, that's a badass song. You know what that translates to? <laughs> no. That's uh, Mr. Clean. In Mexican, I think. Senor Somehow now listening back to it, I'm like, duh. I don't know how I missed it before, but it's like it, it's obviously there's a ZZ Top connection. There. Yeah. It's like, hmm. Isn't that obvious? Pay attention, Matt. You're a moron. Isn't that obvious? <laughs> Jeez. Yes. Then <laughs> <laughs> they had all those little uh, interludes on that album. Yeah. It was pretty cool the way yeah, they, they did, did that. That definitely gives it that whole Sabbath. They they do it better, I think, than anybody else. Like I know we talked before about how like like Slayer does like the dark imagery and stuff the best. Coc I think did the interlude thing the best with their albums because even with the new one, I was gonna I was just about to say on their newest album they with do no that cross too. no crown yeah. it, it's it's, it's just, got that and it kind of makes just, it like a whole thing it sets the ambiance yeah that's cool and the ambience yeah. Which I think is like surround sound. Or the ambient. The ambient. 
I was trying to whistle Deliverance, and I was going to totally segue into something else and blew it. Did you? So we listened to Deliverance. You blew it. Gross. Hashtag blew it. (laughs) Back up off me, boy. Hashtag hashbags. Hashtag Deliverance. Hashtag knee. Not Neil Beatty. Warren Beatty. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Hashtag crickets. (laughs) Yeah. Hashtag shut the fuck up. Squeal like a pig, boy. (laughs) Squeal like a pig. Hashtag lube. Don't go in dry. Sorry. <laughs> I was waiting for Deliverance to start. Not the banjos, the actual song. Oh. Maybe I was, say, we can take you out to the woods if you want. I guess it's called I need to be more direct in what I say. <laughs> Use your words, man. Your drum words. Drum words. Now that's sad. Uh, yes. I definitely get the Bill Ward reference there. discovered that song in a weird way uh, yeah. right like I more heard like the Bill Ward part of it I was kind of like I could see this on Paranoid easy which would be weird cool but weird wise blood oh my goodness it was kind of hard for me to pick a couple things that's hard to pick a few I just love so this many. album so much yeah. this is like this is one of my desert uh, desert, desert island, island, island albums or whatever yeah. you know so it's I was so glued to this when it came out, it was stupid. I just <laughs> couldn't stop, man. I couldn't help myself. Yeah. That one was one of those where you could like put it on and just let it repeat over and over and over. It was like it didn't even matter. No, it stayed in the disc player in my truck for months. Mm. I mean, I just, whenever I got in the chart to go anywhere, just power and wherever it was, you know, yeah. that I, just, that was it. That's how deliverance is with me. <laughs> so I kind of broke it down to wise blood and born again for the last time.
just he's just always got like something going on. You know what I mean? It's it's like all subtle. Yeah. There's a lot of different things happening. Like they were just trying to choke the tone out of that the guitar part. Yeah. It was just like, it was like somebody was stepping on the cable going in the amp. You know, it's like, kind of, you know, it's like kind of here. It's like stepping on a water hose. You know what I mean? It's like they're just trying to squeeze the signal out of it. I'm what, sorry, go ahead. And then like step off and like let a whole bunch of signal go through. That's the idea. Is that how it works? Yeah. Yes. I don't think sound electricity works that That's way. That's what I do. Not for sound electricity, you do not. That's how I've always gotten my... See, Dude, sound electricity is different than so regular people, electricity. People think when I'm playing live, I'm just falling all over the chords because I'm drunk, but I'm actually... It's fucking sound electricity, it's, dude. I'm uh, making me. my tone, man. That's what it is. You know what I just noticed as we were listening to that clip? You can almost hear a little bit of a Ted Nugent impact. Not even drum-wise, but band-wise, but in that song. Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of heard it. Had that, that rock. Yeah. Kind of like Stranglehold, like with like the, the big drums and just like that space. I was like, yeah, I could kind of see that. Oh, I mean, so, uh, that era of COC just kind of it embodied that whole the whole 70s thing to yeah. me. I think maybe that's why I like it so much. Mm. Kind of updated heavier, obviously. Right. It just kind of took the, all that groovy stuff. It's the suicide paneling. It brings you back every time. Yeah. Every time. Same with Down. <laughs> Can't get away from it. I was it. talking about you the other night and the suicide paneling. So every time we start talking about Sabbath or anything else, Matt always brings up suicide paneling. It's more so I can just say suicide. I always say wood paneling, but Adam would correct me and say, no, it's suicide paneling. There you go. Adam sounds like a little a little old woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, it's suicide paneling. A little old woman with a horrible voice. I didn't realize that. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Shut up, you big dummy. What are you talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I saw Reed play with them twice. Like once back on the Wise Blood tour, and then uh, once a few years ago before the most current album came out. Was that when that EP came out? Uh, it was after that. After, but I mean, because when they did the tour. EP, they did the EP as the three piece. It was before uh, Pepper came back. But it was before No Cross No Crown came out. That's what I said. Okay. Soft intro. Anyway. <laughs> did they play anything from that, like, at that show? I don't know. I was drunk. <laughs> I was really drunk at the time. <laughs> and I have an interview with Adam Hodges, ladies and gentlemen. Very thought-provoking. Super detailed. <laughs> and this is Nigel Nigerson. We're going to ask Adam, how do you how do you recall the creation of conformity concert experience? Well, I was drunk. Thank you, Adam. That was a wonderful interview. <laughs> Back to you in the studio. Yeah. I'm sure it was, it was good. It was a great show, though. That was the night they played with Yob. That would have been fucking awesome. That song's badass. Pouring in for the last time. Yeah. 
puts me like in a paranoid headspace in a way. Not mentally, but the band, the album. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like he's moving you know what I mean he's always moving yeah, yeah. he's not just sitting there like playing the 4-4 four four, you know what I mean he's he's back there creating it's kind of like Neil Purton in that sense you know what I mean it's like just trying to think outside the box a little bit right not just trying to play the 4-4 four four. yeah movement and motion yes move motion a new fragrance by Calvin Klein <laughs> <laughs> Move motion. That's brilliant, Matt. Sounds too we'll intellectual right, for Calvin. We'll, we'll put that right down there next to drum words. <laughs> drum words. <laughs> yeah, in this episode, we're going to talk about drum words. Sam Elliott's discourse on drum words. Yeah, you know, we used to have to play. <clears throat> Sorry, this is Sam Elliott. I just want to let y'all know we used to do uh, drum solos on people's heads outside the roadhouse. <laughs> They'd act up. We just take some drumsticks and do it until they bled, and they just get out of the bar. Anyway, keep listening to these boys. They're finally back. It's good to see all three of you. I wish Millie bring me some more fucking pasta. That shit is good. I, uh, I think Millie's out of town, so yeah, sorry. I think he's been I'm glad tour. you're here, Sam. Oh, well, I appreciate it, Adam. I'll, I'll be on the couch watching TV if y'all need me. I think Roadhouse is on. Oh, killer, man. I love watching myself. It's so awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I think or you can be... watch The Mask. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think Millie's got a, a local. He's stepped up a lot, actually. He's got like a local tour of Red Lobsters all over Metro Atlanta. He's not even playing the tank anymore. He's actually in the oh. bar. Maybe one day he'll be, uh, he'll step up to the early Wrathchild America level and play the, uh, the, uh, skate, uh, Skate alongs. Yeah. If he can get to that Skate Rama. Skate over. He might be ready for national fame when he gets to that level, but but we'll have to catch up with Millie when he comes back from tour. I mean the Skate Rama's already got a light show going on and everything, you know. I mean, I mean you can utilize that. It's like it's already there. The floor is carpeted for the mosh pitting. Yeah. It's so slick with the wax, I'm sure that people will like slide all over the place. <laughs> Wait, the floor is carpeted. How can it be waxed? I don't know. Parallel universe. <laughs> Skip ahead. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I got nothing. Whatever. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, Metal Nerdery gives homage, kudos, and commitments to the three big drummers that we lost so far in 2020. Let's hope there's no more. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's enough. We're yeah. done. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. We are... The Boys of Metal Nerdery. You can look for us on the social media. We're now on the Twitter at Metal Nerdery. And you can also find us on the socials on Facebook, Instagram, at Metal Nerdery Podcast. 
Drop us a line. Tell us what you think. Tell us you love us. Give us kudos and commitments. Show ideas. Albums you'd recommend. We could keep giving you ideas, but at this point, the message is clear. And you have no more ideas. Just communicate with us until we can get some more ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Maybe next time my pterodactyl, baby pterodactyl squeak will be gone. We can only hope. You're right. <laughs> or I'll have a relapse and be in the hospital, in which case we might be broadcasting live, but <laughs> we'll wait till then. Anyway, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. Until next time, uh, Matt, Bill, and Adam, your resident metal nerds. Yes, we take are, care, everyone. Thank you. This out. is also Nigel Nigerson. Later. And then obvious. This is Nigel Nigerson, and you're listening to Metal Nerdery. Please follow them on the social media. Uh, they are now on Twitter at Metal Nerdery. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Metal Nerdery Podcast and search for them out in the Googles at metalnerdery.com slash podcast. This is Obvious Osborne. That guy's British. Isn't it obvious? <laughs>